Well, hello, and welcome back to another edition of Ghost Stories Told from the South. I'm your host, Stephen LeBooth. I hope it don't get too scary for you tonight. So cuddle up, start a fire, get a blanket, get you some coffee or some cocoa, get Tucked in pretty good. Set back, relax, and hit play. And get ready to go on another adventure. A scary adventure. Of the scariest podcast out there. Ghost stories told from the south, baby. I am your host, Stephen LeBooth. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Hope that uh, intro wasn't too... Weird for you, but hey, it is Stephen Booth, Stephen Le Booth, your host with the most. I'm uh, here, and you're there, and we are ready to do a podcast. Hope everybody's having a great week of work. Knock it off, both of you. I'll kick you outside. Sorry, my studio dogs are in here playing, and they're playing right under my feet, under the computer table. I don't mind if they're in here playing. I might have to kick them outside. Okay. Well, I hope everybody's having a good week at work. I hope you're having a spooky time, whatever you're doing. I uh, just want to say thanks uh, once again to everybody who listens to the show and downloads and all that stuff. So just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much. But it's going good. The show's growing, getting bigger. I hope you're enjoying it. This is episode 92, guys. Can you believe that? It's getting closer and closer to being a full year of doing this. I mean, two years, two, two whole years. It's crazy, I know. But I love doing it, guys. And I'm just still doing roads. Some of these I don't think I've covered, but some I think I have. And if I have, I'm very sorry. I think after this rotation of roads I've got done ahead for the next two episodes after that, I'm just going to go back to uh, just uh, hauntings and stuff so i'm gonna do that you fine feathered friends so with that being said me saying thank you to everybody let's get on with the first story our first story is the clinton road the clinton road is in new jersey the uh, Clinton Road in New Jersey that has gained the uh, reputation as that of being a haunted road due to the numbers and frequent reports made by many people of what they believe to be supernatural or paranormal activity that spans a time period of well over a century is an approximate 10-mile stretch of road in the uh, township of West Milford known as Clinton Road many of these experiences have been featured in books magazines and shows when the living clash with the dead and weird New Jersey oh that's some of the stuff they've been in uh, while there are many reportedly haunted reads across the globe the road has received a great deal of notification 
not only for the uh, stories of the paranormal sightings, but also for the claims made by individuals of activities such as the uh, worshipping of uh, worshipping of Satan, the practice of witchcraft, and sightings of unidentif of oh unidentified creatures. So they got a C a U C O an unidentified creature object made it funny <laughs> okay this is some of the ghosts of Clinton Road one of the uh, one of the more frequent uh, stories is or ghost that's been seen is um, it's involved the uh, haunting road surrounded by the woods and uh, and located in Pasekas County in northern New Jersey is that of the ghost of a boy who, according to legend, died tragically when he fell from a bridge <coughs> near where was I at? I coughed and missed my spot. Near what many people have referred as Dead Man's Curve. Legend has it when uh Legend has it when, oh, tossing a coin from the bridge into the water, it will be thrown back out by the uh, ghost boy. That would be some creepy shit. I would, I would mind seeing that. That'd be pretty cool. While some claim that they have uh, seen his apparition, others claim to have only seen a reflection of the boy's face in the water. Another story is told frequently revolves around the sighting of a ghost truck. The truck is said to suddenly appear out of nowhere late at night, following closely behind, only to uh, vanish momentarily and then uh, reappear, uh, reappear again until the vehicle that it is being followed reaches the main road where the truck then uh, seamlessly just vanishes out of thin air. So, they got some creepy stuff on this road so far. We've got a boy, ghost, where you see his reflection. Or you see his, uh, his ghost. Or you see, uh, or you throw a coin in the water and he throws it right back at you. And then you got the trucker ghost. Man. The trucker one would flip me the fuck out. That's the one I'd I'd crap my pants. It'd be pretty, pretty scary. Okay. This is of uh, the Cross Castle. Uh, I guess the Cross Cat the Cross Castle's right near the uh, road. In the early early nineteen hundreds, a man by the name of Richard Cross built a stone mansion that became known as Cross Castle. The property was purchased sometime around the era of the Great Depression by, by the city of Newark, and at some point the structure became partly destroyed by a fire. The, situ the, the situations of, the, uh, of this area made it a popular spot for many of the locals in the area particularly the younger individuals, to gather and camp out or party. Many, many individuals believe that, that 
this was uh, was always the site for satanic rituals and witchcraft found on the walls of the structure that were still standing where were indicated of this type of practice. What was left of the structure we was uh, deliberately uh, demolished or uh, raised by the uh, Newark uh, Watershed Conservation and Development Corporation, resulting in only the foundations remaining that are stories of individuals exploring strange experiencing strange phenomenon when pres uh, present at the site these were uh, ruins such as this unexplained brushing of areas on their uh, body having uh, strange visions too huh so that's a whole uh area here that's whole 10 mile stretch of this road it's pretty haunted okay here's the uh collision there was just a handful of numerous stories of unexplained phenomenon that have been told for uh, well over a century retaining into this uh, re yeah referring to this haunted road while some of these stories may be simply urban legends passed down through generations of someone, the uh, product of an over an overactive imagination, given the nature of the uh, isolated area surrounding the road itself, the cumulative the the amount of unusual experiences told by many different individuals suggest that that's a particular location in northern New Jersey may indeed be a haunted road. Well, that was uh, Clinton Road. I hope you enjoyed that little shindig there. That was a nice story. Pretty creepy, pretty weird, but all in all, not bad. I mean, you got a boy ghost that likes to throw the coin at you, see his reflection in the water, and you'll see his figure sometimes. Then you have a uh, eighteen uh, truck uh, truck that uh, fucks with you. So, yeah. Then you go to that castle and can experience more stuff. So, go check it out. It's up there in New Jersey. Yeah. That's another thing. Like I said, any of these stories I talk about in your in your area, get a hold of me on Facebook. Email me. Tell me your experiences or if you've been there and seen it. I'll talk about it on the show if it's okay with you. But we will get on to the next story. Our next story is the cool the Coolville Covered Bridge. The uh, bridge is in Hesting Creek in Barden County, Kentucky. The cool or the Coalville, I'm sorry, not cool, Coalville covered bridge is a beautiful structure that was originally built in 1877 by Jacob Bauer. After several decades of uh, reconstruction, including the including through dismantling it in 1997 the bridge was reopened to traffic in 2001 
And since then, the bridge has uh, become one of the uh, bluegrass state's better known haunted locations. The many ghost stories about the uh, Colville, uh, Colville covered bridge tend to confirm to the many tropes attached to the haunted bridge or to haunted bridges. Supposedly during the 1930s, while two teenagers Two teenagers, while on their way home from the prom, they lost control of their car and died after they plunged into the creek below. Not long after, residents began to see ghostly lights underneath the uh, bridge. Another story that an elderly man named an elderly woman named Sarah Mitchell died while crossing the bridge on foot. Her ghost, along with the ghost of two teenagers, Two teenagers is the reason why many modern Kentucky visitors journey to the uh, bridge at night and watch for ghostly vapors or floating orbs. Pretty creepy. Sorry about that. I gotta wet my whistle. Ah. Sorry if I did that on the mic and that was kind of weird. I'm very sorry for being a weirdo scaredo. <coughs> All righty. All right, let's get ready for our next story, boys and girls. <laughs> All right. We're going to go over the Hell's Bridge. Northwest, northwest of Rockford, this rickety old metal, metal footbridge crosses the uh, Rogue River. And yes, go look this place up. This bridge is like, it's just a metal, just maybe a foot wide, and just looks flimsy as hell. There's no rails or nothing. So, yeah, I'd love to go check this place out. But anyways, it crosses the Ragu River and has been uh, dubbed as Hell's Bridge. Urban legend has it that this is the spot where a man killed several children. Can you hear these scream? You, you can hear these screams at night, and see see their faces in the water of the uh, flowing river. That's creepy, pretty creepy. I have read different uh, variations of this legend on the interstate, but as the story goes. In the 1800s, a man by the name of Ellis Frisky, who lived near the river, either kidnapped children or was asked to watch a group of children. They're not for sure. He took them down to the river where the current metal bridge crosses it. They say he was uh, summoned by a demon to murder the innocent children. Either he... Either he buried their bodies under the leaves near the river or they are threw them into the river to uh, be carried downstream. When the townspeople of Rock, Rockford began looking for the children, they found Ellis Frankie's covered in blood and hanged him, hang, and hanged him from a bridge over the Rio uh, the Ragu River. This is the guest of the urban legend. 
uh, urban legend. I'm not sure how true it is or any of it's true at all. I looked, uh, this is this person telling me this story. I'm not, this isn't my words. <clears throat> I looked for Ellis Frisky on W on the uh, Find the Graves, but I did not see him listed there or anywhere else. Well, if he did this to these children, you really think he's was has a, has a spot named uh, had a funeral for him and shit? No, they probably if it's story's true, they hung him and just fucking buried him. I'm thinking he was a fictional person and a story created it to scare the local teenagers and it has grown over time, especially on the internet. I think the name of Ellis Frisky was taken from the Frisky Road, which is where the trail to access to the uh, get access to the bridge is from. Well, maybe the road got its name from Frankie from uh, Ellis Frisky. Did you think of that? I stopped by and visited the legendary bridge, but did not see or witness anything out of the ordinary, other than a uh, other than graffiti on the tree. From what I could tell, it looks like if it's a spot where you could uh, launch a canoe or a kayak. There is a small parking lot with a uh, bulletin board, although nothing was posted on it. It looked like it was meant. Uh, for public access but there are houses around so I did not wander off the trail because I assume the surrounding property is private so I'm guessing years ago the local teenagers hung out and partied at the uh, remote spot on the river this is how the uh, legend of Hell's Gate began to grow and grow and grow ain't that crazy Crazy kiddos. Yeah, we go look at this bridge. It's just little bitty as... I mean, no vehicles can go on it. So. Oh, God. Why do I do that every time when I'm moving my paperwork? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's get ready for our next story, boys and girls. <laughs> this is the Haunted Bridge in Danville, Indiana. Or Indiana or Indianapolis, one of the two. I think, yeah. No, it's Indianapolis. No, freaking I don't know. It's one of them. Okay, here we go. Back in the early 1800s, Danville, Indian, Danville Indian had an official become had officially Danville, Indiana, had officially became a town. The first, in fact, in Hendricks County, young couples were drawn to this up-and-coming suburban town. In fact, there was a certain couple that lurked the uh, streets of. Danville to to this day. Hmm. The husband, who was a construction worker, and its young bride were in their early twenties. She was a housewife and cared for their newborn baby uh, baby at home. The couple was happy to see the young mother 
was uh, frantically seen carefully doing chores or running errands about town while carrying her young baby on her hip. One day, the man went to work as usual, building an overpass bridge for the trains that crossed over a busy road. His wife was able to complete her chores early that day and decided to surprise her husband by bringing him a freshly prepared lunch. <coughs> Excuse me. A prepared lunch for them to share at the construction site. Once she arrived, she was met with the most horrible news. She barely breathed as his co-workers described the accident that had occurred moments before she got to the bridge. Oh, no, not good. While putting the final bolts into the last of the track, a locomotive unexpectedly came uh, barreling towards the uh, bridge. <coughs> Excuse me, as the warning whistle blew, valuable tools were left behind as crew as the crewman has has uh, as the crewman abandoned their post and ran for safety the man knew the the man knew the tools might delay the train causing a major a major accident so he uh so this guy okay they left the tools on the track and then he's like it's going to cause a big accident so he rushed back and tried to gather what he could his heroic effort was a uh, curtailed when he stumbled and fell on the path of the uh, steam engine ah jesus i oh man that would suck recovering too late the young father could barely look up to see the uh baffled conductor's face before thousands thousand a thousand pounds of rushing steel crushed him to death his loving wife was upset and broken that she wa- that she wandered over to the bridge and with her baby in her arms jumped. Oh no. Right in front of everybody. What the fuck? Holy smokes. That's bad. Some say that when you drive under the bridge you can hear a baby crying and you may even see a figure of a woman holding something in the shadows no matter what you oh sorry no matter what you should uh, never walk the tracks on top on may 15th past 12 a.m if you do local residents say you will be overcome with an overwhelming feeling of loss and feeling compelled to jump Ooh, so don't go there. Here's a little bit more information on the uh, old place. The railroad bridge that spans White Leak Creek and and Avon was being constructed in 1907 by immigrant Irishmen. Cement was swirled into a huge vats to make uh, pylon supports. One day, one of the men slipped and fell into one of the vats from a badly constructed wooden platform. He kept sinking deeper and deeper 
knocking against the walls of the vat. His co-workers tried to help him, but they could not rescue him. The company in charge of building the bridge did not want to break open the uh, pylon, so they continued to uh, they continued the bridge construction, ignoring the trapped uh, person within. Oh my, within! Oh my God! What a fucking jerk! Fuck it! Keep on building, man. We got to get him out. That's oh God! Wow! Since the tragedy, there have since tra since that ugh, since that tragedy, there have been sightings of the uh, workers. Uh, ghost stationed in the uh, portals of the uh, trestle wave on the trestle waving a lantern back and forth to warn you you silly son of a bitch a different story tells of a mother who was walking across the bridge to take her infant to a doctor unfortunately she became trapped on the tracks <coughs> she stumbled Somehow, and her foot got stuck, struggling to the to free herself as a train hurled near. She couldn't escape safely to the other side of the bridge and had to jump off with her infant in her arms. The baby died as she could not safely protect it or protect her precious child and keep keep her arms around it. The mother, sick with grief. Survived the fall. She died a few weeks later, unable to bear the pain of losing her uh, baby. Wow. That's crazy. Now, her ghost is rumored to walk along the bridge on the uh, high edge. Screams are also heard reverting around the bridge and along its uh, arch tunnels. The bridge is silent and dark, filled with cold spots and mysterious mysterious. Uh, mystic whirlpools of energy that disconnect the visitors. These tunnels are closed off to visitors. So you can't go there and roam around. That sucks. I'd like to go there and roam around. That would be pretty cool. I think it would. Alright, let me whip my whistle. And we got one more bridge. No, I got two more stories. Cool. Well, all right. Let's get it on. Sorry if you hear that in the background. That's my dog outside the door just sitting there being a jerky jerk. Okay. Okay, this is the Egypt Road or the Crybaby Bridge. Now, this isn't one that I've covered in Texas because there's a Crybaby Bridge in Texas. And I've covered it. But this one is Egypt Road Cry Baby Bridge in Columbia County in Salem, Ohio. Brenda said, if I heard a couple of stories about why you're supposed to hear babies crying when you go to the Cry Baby Bridge of Egypt Road, one visitor is a one version is a mom was not paying any attention and her baby fell in the water and when she went in after the baby she drowned too another story was apparently 
a young couple was arguing and wasn't paying attention, paying it any attention to their baby. The baby wandered off and fell off in the bridge, fell off the bridge into the creek where the baby died. Now, if you go here when it's dark, <coughs> when it's dark, you'll hear a baby crying. I guess there's all kinds of creepy stuff going on in these woods around there. I heard something about some satanic cult that creep around those woods too. And also heard a bunch of kids back in the day that were killed, that killed themselves in one way or another. The woods are creepy. This place is blocked off and the bridge is extra weird. I do not know if it's haunted or anything, but it's definitely eerie and creepy. Okay, that's this chick's little experience. Let's see what it says. The Egypt Road Crybaby Bridge isn't actually located on Egypt Road, but on an old, unusual road off of Egypt Road in Salem near Mahoganing County Line. The road and the bridge is associated with a couple who once lost their child along this road whilst while stopped at the bridge. Some say the uh, child drowned beneath the bridge, while others say it's just it just wandered off. Whatever the story may may say, you'll stay here. They still say you can hear the children's, uh, you know, crying at night. <laughs> Ooh, so that one's pretty creepy too. Makes you wonder how much of the story's right. <laughs> but it would be cool to see some stuff. That one does sound pretty creepy. Okay. Let's do our last story of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our last story of the night. This is of the Brooklyn Bridge. And yes, the famous bridge in New York. The Brooklyn Bridge. The one and only there. <coughs> okay, on January 3rd, 1870, excuse me, workers began construction on New York City's Brooklyn Bridge. Today, nearly 150 years later, the bridge is beloved is a beloved landmark, but is it but it is also haunted. Dozens of spooky stories surrounding the bridge, the bridge which connects the uh, boroughs of Manhattan and Brooklyn. Some people claim to see these shadow figures floating across the bridge, while others report screams and the sound of splashing water. When alarmed, pedestrians rush to investigate. However, there is no evidence of a jumper. One of the creepier bridge legends involves a headless a headless specter that wanders aimlessly around. The story is it the story is even more 
unvarying when one learns that a cable snapped and beheaded a co-worker there in the bridge's construction. That would not surprise me because back then building that stuff, we weren't that safe. We didn't think about safety. It was get the job done. If you die, we'll put another one in your place. So I could, I could, I could see that being true. Considering its tragic history, the Brooklyn Bridge the Brooklyn Bridge's haunting reputation is hardly surprising. Some even call the bridge the Bridge of Death. Designers John Agustin Rebellying suffered a oh suffered a crashed foot after <coughs> a crushed foot after a ferry pinned it into a into a pilling or into a pillar. He died from a he died from a bad infection soon after. Reballing wasn't the first bridge victim. An est- estimated twenty seven workers died while making this bridge. Not only that, but when the bridge opened on May thirtieth, eighteen eighty-three, rumors of collapse caused a stampede which killed twelve people. The Brooklyn Bridge is also a common a, a common place for suicide too. Think about it. You jump off that bridge and no one's gonna find your ass. I mean, you're just gonna be a missing person because that's a big, deep ass river there. So I would not see them uh, finding you. You'd probably wash out to sea. So, well, that's of the uh, Brooklyn Bridge. That's pretty cool though. I've never really. Uh, read much about the old Brooklyn Bridge up in New York. <laughs> well, guys, I hope you've had fun doing this with me. I have had fun recording it for you. Like I said, I enjoy doing this, guys. I'm glad my numbers are growing everywhere. So, hey, it's a, it's awesome. Makes a little old boy like me from a little old country town feel special. But thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoy the show today. This has been Ghost Stories Told from the South, episode 92, and I am your host, Stephen LaBooth. Now, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel. I've got that all caught up. Uh, Go check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart, Amazon. Uh, We're we're pretty much anywhere you can get podcasts. But uh, check out our Facebook page. It's uh, Ghost Stories Told from the South, and... I think I covered it right there, Skippy Whippies. But you guys, uh, once again, be good, be real, be spooky, be good to each other, and we will see you cool cats later. Bye. You ever look up at the sky at night and look at the stars and wonder, are we the only ones really out here? wondered how much our government hides from us? Have you ever wondered why so many mysteries go unsolved? What really happens? What's the clues? What's the evidence? Ever wonder if Bigfoot or Mothman is real? Then, if so, come listen to this podcast called What's Really, really, out, really there? out There? And I am your host, Stephanie Booth. And, and I am your father. co-host, Stephen Booth, Hafaja. And if you're into UFOs, 
Urban Lake. Unsolved murders, mysteries, uh, unexplained stuff that happened, urban legends. We're into all of that. Conspiracy stuff, too. We go dive into that. So if you're looking for a new podcast that tells that kind of stuff, then you need to listen to what's what's really really out there. there. And we are on Spotify and iHeart and Pandora, I think. But we are pretty much on every platform. Mm -hmm. We have a YouTube channel, channel, so go check that out. It's called What's Really Out There. So come check us out. Once again, I'm your co-host, Stephen Booth. And I'm your host, Stephanie Booth. And this is What's What's Really Really Out There. We'll see you at the next episode, guys.